Happy New Year, folks, and welcome back to Stew on This, or welcome back, Stew on This. <laughs> I'm Stu Bittman. This episode is called Why is a Crooked Letter? Yep, Stew on This is back after a little over four months off. I have really missed doing these. Back in the summertime, I was feeling that I wanted to share my gifts and my reflections in a different way, but so far the different way hasn't materialized, so I'm diving back in. By the way, thank you all for the beautiful things I heard from many of you about Stu on this after I stopped doing it. <laughs> it was almost worth the break just for that. And I hope it's been a stupendous four months and a beautiful holiday season for you. The big excitement for Hillary and me since you last heard from me was that we finally published our couple's book last month. It's called The Trail of Breadcrumbs, A Year's Journey Back to the Heart of Your Relationship. Available all over the world, of course, on Amazon. <laughs> anyway, off we go. Way back in 2019, my first two episodes ever were based on things that my dad used to say that still hold a lot of wisdom for me. So I thought it would be fitting to start Stu on this up again in the same way. Whenever I would ask my dad a question that began with the word why such as why can't I go out with my friends, or why can't I get a new bike, or why did so-and-so do that to me, he would invariably respond, why is a crooked letter? <laughs> well, like most of his long list of witticisms, I don't think he said this to impart wisdom on me. He, he likely either didn't know the answer or didn't care to answer, or just thought he was being funny, or it was probably something his father used to say to him. But Intentionally or not, for me, this one is brilliant because it points out the futility of asking why questions. Why is indeed a crooked letter, and why questions are just simply not the best questions we can either ask ourselves or answer. As a coach, I get to hear lots of questions. In fact, in my own head, I get to hear lots of questions. And no matter where they come from, if they start with why... It always reminds me of my dad, and I often have to restrain myself from giving his answer. They also remind me of a quote from Tony Robbins, who said, The quality of your life is a direct reflection of the quality of the questions you are asking yourself. Hmm. So if we want to live our dreams, if we want to grow as principled people, if we want to experience and express more love... I think it's really helpful to be asking ourselves quality questions. And the reason for that is because we tend to answer the questions that we ask ourselves. We tend to choose and act based on those answers. And then how we choose and act has a lot to do with who we are and how we show up. Yes, ideally, we'd like to listen to our own self-inquiry with honesty, with curiosity, with openness and vulnerability, and then use it to grow and evolve. But some questions make this really, really difficult to do, like why questions. And I'll also put how questions in this category. For instance, see if any of these sound familiar to you. Why me? How will my choice affect me and every single person on the planet until the end of time? Why am I so stupid? Why is he or she so stupid? How can I possibly do what my heart is calling me to do? Why is this happening? 
how did I create this mess or this sickness? Why didn't I speak up? How could I have allowed that to happen? Why bother? How could they? <laughs> I'll stop there. Folks, why and how questions lead to answers that are disempowering and depleting of our energy. They keep us stuck. They keep us in victim mode. For me, they lead to answers in my mind that don't help anything. And they're mostly about judgment and about separation and blame or shame and hopelessness. Why and how questions generally require time travel to be able to answer them. They're, they're almost always about the past or the future. And that's why they tend to get us stuck in our heads where we aren't as present and we're not connected to our heart. And generally, therefore, the only possible answers to these questions are guesses. Lately, the most honest answer I can come up with for a question regarding why something happened or happens is because of everything that has ever happened up to now on every level of existence. You can use that if you'd like to. That's my sophisticated version of why is a crooked letter. And this all reminds me of an early Wayne Dyer book called The Gifts of Icus. Icus was a woman who came down from the planet Uranus. And she looks just like us, but she's a little bit more aware. And they also, on Uranus, apparently have really cool machines. For, for instance, if you feel guilty about something a machine automatically gets activated that allows you to go back in time to see if whatever you're guilty about is worth being guilty about, or you can change it. <laughs> and Wayne Dyer hears this and says, well, we don't have that machine. And Icus says, well, why do you feel guilty? <laughs> and, then Wayne, and then she also has a machine, or they also have a machine, that if you're worried about something, the machine activates and sends you forward in the future to see if what you're worried about is worth worrying about. And, of course, Wayne Dyer sheepishly says, well, we don't have that machine either. And she says, well, why do you worry? Well, we don't have those machines, nor do we have a machine that could help us understand why or how things happen, or a machine to get into other people's heads to find out why they do what they do. But we do have the ability to upgrade our questions so that we can become more present, find our heart, and make a choice in the very next moment based on our values. Quality questions for me generally begin with what. I mean, we could use what in a schmutzy way, such as what's wrong with me. But I'm talking about questions like what can I learn? What do I need right now? What is one of my core values that I can call forth in this moment that would help? What would I prefer to be feeling right now? What is stepping me from, excuse me, stopping me from stepping back into love right now? Mainly, generally, a very quality question is, what now? <laughs> what questions don't require a time machine to answer them? They require answers that are only available in the present moment, which is really good because that's also the only time that our values are available, or our heart is available, or love is available. 
So what questions, <coughs> excuse me, give us the opportunity to check in with our values, to find our heart, and to step into love before we answer them? They empower us to choose love as the guiding light for our next step, no matter what's going on. What questions help us to internalize the situation instead of being a victim of it? They give us the opportunity to take opportunity. That's not such an easy word to say. They give us the opportunity to take responsibility, to be able to respond to whatever is going on from our heart, from love, whether we label it good or bad. Because we know we are infinitely powerful creators. For quite a while during the COVID years, why and how questions were bouncing around in my skull like a pinball. But once I realized how much misery I was calling myself, (laughs) causing myself, and that I had to upgrade my questions to what nows, I was able finally to rediscover my center and to reconnect with my inner stew. (laughs) So for me, making this shift from how and why to what often requires an additional question, which is where? Where am I? Am I in my head or in my heart? Am I present or being mindless? Am I heading down familiar rivers in my brain that take me to places that I don't want to go? Where is my attention right now? Is it on my intention? Is it on love? And by the same token, when am I is good too. (laughs) Am I grounded in this present moment? Or am I off flying around in my time machine? Folks, for the next week, I recommend that you pay attention, and I will too, to the questions you ask yourself and see if you can upgrade some of the hows and the whys to what nows and see what happens. Yeah. Stew on that. And I'd love to hear from you about it. And if you like this or any future episode, I'd love to hear from you about that too. You don't have to wait until I stop doing stew on this again someday. Yeah. See you next week.